Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited for you to be here today. Um, thanks for listening. I love thinking about us just having a conversation. And today, the conversation we're having is about our parents. And man, everybody needs this conversation in their lives because I feel like no matter who you are, unless you're one of those weirdos that I don't know if you exist, we have really complicated relationships with our parents, especially, you know, when we're adults, becomes interesting. So I wanted to talk about that today. And number one, how to have a better relationship with your parents. But number two, really how to process your current relationship with your parents, because chances are it's not what you want it to be. And it feels really tricky and unfulfilling. And you're hearing all these things about boundaries and about, you know, like cutting toxic people out of your life. And you might be asking yourself the question at this time in your life, do I cut my parents out of my life? Do I stop talking to them? Do I need to just forgive them and move on? Do I set like really good boundaries? And so we're going to be talking about all of that today. So first of all, um, I want to set this up by saying I do not have the perfect parent relationships but any relationship is far more about your relationship with yourself than it is about the relationship with the other person or the other people so before you do anything in your relationships you have to come back to your relationship with yourself which I'm certain I've got a podcast episode on that let's see we've got episode 50 Um, self-approval we've got getting your own needs met which is number 44 there's just a lot of good episodes on that but the most important part of your relationship with your parents is actually giving yourself the things that you thought that they were supposed to give you so we're gonna start by talking about expectations We have this idea that parents are supposed to be a certain way. In my mind, maybe it's kind of like they're supposed to be kind of the center of your universe. The people who love you more than anything else, who always think about you, who always text you first on your birthday, who make you feel like the most special person in the world, um, who would be willing to do anything for you. They're constantly trying to be there for you. And, you know, if they ever mess up, like they apologize, they feel bad for hurting you. And like, you just want to see you succeed. They're like the most selfless people in the whole world. (laughs) Basically just perfect. We really want our parents to be perfect. Now, my honest opinion on why that's programmed into our minds is because 
we have heavenly parents and they are perfect. They're perfect at loving us. They're perfect at giving us everything that we need. And like, they're the ultimate example of what parents should be. So being an earthly parent, a human parent, the parent is bound to fail. There's no real way to be a perfect parent. I think there's this quote, right? So cheesy, but I've seen it everywhere. There's no way to be a perfect parent, but there's a million ways to be a good one. So let's just go back to like, what are my thoughts about what my parents should be like? And am I harboring any resentment because of what I think they should have been like? Probably the answer is yes. Think about the things that you think that they should be doing, the things that they're not doing right, and ask yourself, why do I think that they should be doing those things? It's just because at some point we decided if a parent really loves their child, this is how they are. And so the reason we get so upset when our parents don't meet our expectations is because we think it means that they don't love us like they should love us. Like somehow there's something wrong with us and we just couldn't get them or convince them enough to like be that perfect parent for us. That's why these parent relationships are so difficult is because the expectations that we have of them and them meeting them or failing them, we make that mean something about us. So here's a good, for instance, my um, good friend, when he was in, I think, middle school or high school, his dad came to watch him um, at a basketball practice. And it was just a practice. It wasn't a game. Um, but he looked up into the stands and he noticed that his dad wasn't watching him. He was reading a newspaper instead. And he remembers feeling really hurt. And he felt like his dad didn't care about him that much and that maybe he wasn't that good at basketball and like wasn't impressive enough to merit his dad watching him. So we naturally go to this place of like blaming ourselves when our parents aren't acting right. And then we're in this whole movement of like self-care and taking care of ourselves. And we think, okay, it's not my fault. Like we might go to that other extreme. It's not my fault, it's their fault. And so they don't deserve to be in my life. Either way is not healthy. It's not your fault that your parents weren't perfect. And it's also not their fault. So we've got to come at this from the perspective of, of course, you deserve all the love in the world. You deserve to be doted on and given everything and like to be loved perfectly and unconditionally, regardless of anything that you might choose, you should just be loved perfectly and you should be shown that love all the time and people shouldn't get mad at you. <laughs> And people shouldn't blame you and they should be there for you. And at the same time that you deserve that, you also don't have anybody in your life besides God who's actually able to meet that standard. So in come our parents. So if they're not supposed to be perfect, if they're not supposed to perfectly love us, why are they there? What is the purpose of having parents 
that we feel like are not fulfilling their parental duties or who are not being the people that we need them to be. That's kind of like the ultimate expectation of our parents is you're just supposed to be who I need you to be when I need you to be it. I need you to be my cheerleader when I'm going through something hard. I need you to be my financial backer when I don't have any money. I need you to give me advice when I need advice. I need you to give me a hug when I need a hug. Like We just think our parents should know what we need and they should just be there and always give it exactly when it's needed. So of course, all of our parents are falling short of that. And we have to decide what to do with that. So first of all, we're gonna decide it actually means nothing about me that my parents are human. My parents and their capabilities, their love, their gifts, the way that they communicate, it has nothing to do with how worthy of love I am. It has nothing to do with what I deserve. And it has everything to do with them being a human who's really not that much older than you like maybe 20, 30, sometimes 40 years older than you, it's really not that long. They haven't had that much more experience being a human to be able to give you like that perfect love that you really want. So if you knew that you deserved all the love and you knew that your parents were humans and were completely incapable of giving the love that you want and deserve to you, if they were incapable of that, where does that leave us with our parents? Well, that's what I'm gonna help you with. Okay, so first, it's not your parents' job to make sure that your needs are met. When you were a kid, it was their job to make sure that you're fed, that you're safe, that you're clothed, and that you're going to school And then beyond that, everything else is pretty much optional. (laughs) Like your parents' only job really is to keep you alive. I know that that seems really harsh and you might really disagree with that. But the problem is if you disagree with it, that means that if your parents not doing it, you just have to live with this idea that they were supposed to do something that they didn't do and like that that sucks for you. Like, where do you go from there if they were supposed to do something and they didn't do it? You just get to be resentful for your whole adult life. So number one, your needs are not supposed to be met by them. They're actually supposed to be met by you. So ask yourself, what do I wish I was getting from my parents that I'm not getting? And how can I meet that need myself? If you wish that your parent would reach out more and like call you on the phone and ask you about your day, but they don't naturally do that, you could ask your parent, hey, will you call me more often if you know that that's something that they're really good at? That might not be their strength. It might be really a big ask of them because it's just not who they are but you could ask them and let's just see what happens, see if it works. If it doesn't work, go to option number two, which is find somebody who's already good at that thing, who's in your life, who would be interested in taking on that job 
and just start texting them, just start calling them, just start asking them how was your day and see if it comes back. You have to believe that your needs are worth meeting and that it's possible that all your needs can be met, whether it's by somebody really close to you or a friend that you need to make. It's our job to meet each other's needs only when it's easy, only when it naturally comes to us. Asking someone to meet our needs who is not very good at it is a really hard way to get our needs met, and usually they won't be met. And then there's other needs that can't be met by other people, but they can only be met by yourself. So things like your own confidence that can't come from your mom if she's not good at it. If she's not good at making you feel confident, stop asking her to make you feel confident by the way that she treats you. She's terrible at it. Stop asking her, whether you're out loud asking her, we don't really usually do that, but like we're expecting her to do that when she can't really do that. Confidence is your job. You've got to go do the work. You've got to change your thoughts. You've got to hire a life coach. You've got to read some books and decide, I'm going to take this need into my own hands. There's tons of other needs that like we think other people are supposed to meet for us that we really have to meet ourselves. So number two is that we get to decide how much we want our parents in our lives. And it doesn't have to be a mean thing. We could just decide from a place of like, you know what? I think I get to decide how much I want all the people in my life in my life. And I'm going to do that based on what I like to give, what I'm able to give like my mental and emotional capacity and who I would like to give that to um, and just where I want to spend my time. What if you just trusted yourself and you just trusted that the amount of time that you want to spend with them is okay and it's perfectly normal and it, it would be okay if you spent less time and it would be okay if you spent more time and neither of them are wrong. What if the amount of time or how much you have your parents involved in your life what if it wasn't wrong? What if it just was supposed to be how you decide you want it to be? And then you took that into your own hands and you made it happen. Um, number three is that loving someone unconditionally and by someone, I mean your parents is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. So this is where the roles get reversed a little bit. And we start to understand that maybe our parents need us more than we need them. And when we look at it that way, and we ask ourselves, what could I give to my parents instead of what aren't my parents giving me? We start to realize we have a lot more power over other people's feelings and other people's lives than we really think. And if you really love your parents, but you don't know how to get closer and you think this could this is a relationship I already have and it could be strengthened, then just start by asking yourself the question, what do I think I have that I could give that my parents would really love to receive from me? Whether it's more time or a phone call or sending them a card or showing up on their doorstep, whatever it is, I think you have the answer. And it's such a gift to take a break from all of our thoughts about what we're not getting and just ask ourselves, 
is there anything I could do for my parents that would truly make them feel loved today? And then watch yourself work the magic. This is especially rewarding and fulfilling when you've done work on yourself to feel good. And then you're able to just really freely give to your parents or anybody without any expectation of return, without having any strings attached, just thinking, I love these people, so I'm going to give them something. And notice how your brain is going to want to say, all right, and now they're going to need to be nicer than to me, or maybe they'll invite me over more often, or maybe they'll give me some more money. Our brain always wants to get something out of it, but it feels so much better to say, I don't need anything from them. I don't need anything, but what could I give? It would be amazing to just be so unattached to how they respond to it and just be really happy knowing I gave something to them today and not based on their reaction, not based on how they receive it, but just based on you having gifts, having talents, having time, having capabilities, and freely giving it to them. So try that out. Number three is, or sorry, that was number three. Number four, your, your parents' job is not what you think it is. Your parents' job, not, now that you're an adult, is to just be themselves. So who are they really? <laughs> what are they capable of? What do they naturally do? Whatever it is, that's their job, to keep doing it, to do things badly, to do things well. Other people's job is just to be themselves. So what if you dropped all expectations of them and you just let them be themselves? One of the easiest ways to do this, because I know we're thinking, oh yeah, just don't have any expectations of them, never ask anything from them, like that's not fair, I need something from them. We really like to go into this victim place of like, then I won't get my needs met, but you're already not getting your needs met by them. Let's just drop that and decide we're going to get our needs met by somebody else or, and by ourselves. We're going to meet our own needs, the ones that we can. And then the easiest way to drop expectations is to step into the feeling of curiosity. It's like one of the easiest feelings to feel because all you have to do is just wonder. I wonder why they do that. That's so interesting almost like you're studying them in like a science experiment because it means nothing about you. Their behavior actually means everything about them, literally nothing about you. Then you can just be curious, like, I wonder why my mom does that. There's nothing wrong with her. There's nothing wrong with her doing it. It's just like, it's like we're observing a creature on like Discovery Channel, like the mother human lashes out at her children when she's hungry. Oh, that's so interesting. Whatever it is, right? Okay, so now we're going to do a little bit of troubleshooting. I know this is the part that you guys really love because this is where we solve the real problems. So, whew, I'm out of breath. It's pregnancy, out of breath. <laughs> Number one, the first problem we're going to solve. Parents who call too often or get into your business when you really don't want them in your business. Here's what you need. You need a boundary. Here's what that boundary would look like. Mom, I know you love me so much. I just can't be on the phone with you all the time. 
or I just can't like go out to lunch with you every day or you can't stop by all the time. And then you actually have to enforce that boundary by not answering the phone, not answering the door, telling your mom, sorry, I can't go to lunch today. How about we go this other day? Boundaries are meant to be set with love. They're not doing this on purpose. They're not getting into your business because they want to annoy you because there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with them. This is just like their idea of the kind of mom that they want to be right now. But if it doesn't fit with your lifestyle or your comfort level, it's okay to just decide, yeah, that's not really for me. I don't think I want to talk to my mom on the phone every single day. Now we'll go to the opposite of that. But for right now, it's okay. You give yourself permission. I give you permission to set boundaries that keep you emotionally and mentally healthy. Good fences make good neighbors. Good boundaries make good relationships. When we have boundaries, it says, I love me and I love you and I want to do what's best for our relationship. That's what a boundary means. This isn't, I hate you so much, get out of my life, you're the worst. I never want to see you again. Now your mom or dad could take it that way you're probably already thinking, yeah, I know she's not going to be happy about me setting up this boundary. Your job is to set it with love. Mom, I love you so much. I feel like I'm spending too much time on the phone with you though, because I have a lot of other things to do. I think I'm only going to be able to talk to you like once a week. Is that okay? Mom's probably not going to like it if she's, let's just, she's probably not going to like it unless, unless she's super emotionally healthy. She's probably not going to say, oh gosh, sweetie, I totally understand. That makes so much sense. Of course. Let's just set a chat date for like Thursdays at five. She's not going to say that. Most likely she's going to say, don't you love me? What's wrong? Like, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? I just want to know what's happening in your life. I just want to be involved. And you're going to feel really guilty because our mom's usually pretty good at knowing us, which means we're easier to emotionally manipulate. And that's just what they've learned to do. Maybe, possibly, if this is your mom. And your job is to remind yourself, it's not my job for her to like the boundary. It's just my job to enforce the boundary. And even if she says, I don't like it, I know that I'm going to be healthier and happier which is going to make our time together better. And I'm going to let her feel upset about this. It's the hardest part because we don't want to make our moms upset. We've spent our whole lives trying to make sure our moms are not mad. And that's how they become very manipulative is they know that like, if they're upset, you're going to change what you're doing because they've spent their whole lives training you. If mom's not happy, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> I'm not saying my mom is like this, but I remember hearing this quote. Um, if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. And I was in my bracelet making era when I was 10 or 11. I made this keychain for my mom that said, if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. And I didn't realize back then that that could 
feel so offensive and so rude. <laughs> I thought it was like this nice gift from my mom. <laughs> I don't know if she kept it, but she did a good job of accepting it without getting upset. But that holds true in a lot of families. If mom's not happy, nobody's happy. And I'm just here to say it's wrong. I'm here to say your mom can be upset. She's just another human who's having a human experience, a human life, and some things are not going to go our way. And it's perfectly fine for us to not like it. Like It's okay for your mom not to like it when you set a boundary. And it's okay for you to not change the boundary. Be like, yeah, that, I guess that probably would suck if you're really used to calling me all the time. And I'm now telling you, like, I can't answer the phone that much. I totally get that. Like, that's really hard. And I love you so, so much, mom. Well, I'm just really sad. I just don't know how, how you can do this to me. I know, mom. It's tough, isn't it? You let her misunderstand your intentions. You have to let her. This is with any boundary. Don't go back and say, oh, am I being too harsh? Am I being too mean? Am I doing the wrong thing? No, it's your job to set up healthy boundaries. It's your job to tell people what you are and aren't comfortable with. It's your job to make sure that you have people and things in your life that fit with your schedule and your lifestyle. And you are the one who has to communicate that. It's not her job just to know I should only call once a week and chat for eight minutes or she wants me to call more often. It's not her job to know or anybody else's job or your dad's job. It's your job to go get what you need. And it's also your job to say, I need less of that and to set up that boundary and to enforce it. I know you guys are going to want more on this, but for now, that's what, what we're going to say. So the next situation, if your parent is really distant or your parents are distant or your parental figure feels distant and you want them closer. I need you to ask yourself, do I want them in my life more than they are currently in it? If the answer is yes, first ask yourself why, why do I want them in my life more? If the answer is just, I just love them. Like they're so wonderful to be around the simple response or the simple solution to this is invite them over more often. Invite them to do things more often. They might not be able to say yes, and that's okay, but also maybe they will. What if they do? What if a better relationship is just like one question away? Like, do you want to come over for Sunday dinners? You don't know their availability and what they can do until you ask. And so if you want them closer in your life, invite them in to your life. If you asked yourself, why do I want them closer? And the answer was because I just need somebody to love me or like, I think it would just feel better. Or I want to be like so-and-so whose parents are really close. I want you to go back to your relationship with yourself because We might be looking for our parents to fill a hole in our lives that only we can fill. This self-acceptance, this trusting ourselves, like there's some work that needs to be done here and it's work that your parents can't do. In any case, I would recommend to everybody if you have parents who are, for the most part, kind, easy to be around, 
lovely people, invite them into your life more. What can you do to invite them in more? What can you invite them to? How could you text them more often? How could you reach out? Now, our next situation is if your parent treats you different than your siblings, and you can clearly tell that they favor one of your siblings over the other or over you, which it probably wouldn't be a problem if you're the favorite sibling. Everybody knows if they're the favorite sibling (laughs) or child, and you know if you're not. If you're thinking, am I? You're not. We know who the favorite is, and they do too. So if you're not the favorite and you notice that your parents kind of treat you unfairly or like it's just unfair, number one, I just want to tell you, like, welcome to a family. (laughs) Your parents are humans and they pick favorites, but not like you think they pick favorites. They pick favorites based on not how cool are you, how awesome are you, how pretty or talented are you but on how they feel around each child. So a lot of times the youngest is the favorite and the reason they're the favorite is because parents like to baby children. They like to spoil them and they like to feel needed and wanted. If you're one of the older ones or the oldest, your parents might not feel very needed by you They might feel a little like some complicated emotions when they're with you, when they're chatting with you, when they're doing anything. They don't realize that it's causing them to favor one child over the other. And if you ask them, of course, they're going to say, no, I love you all equally. And that's true. But they're going to lean towards the relationships that make them feel the best. They want to feel proud of themselves. They want to feel like they did a good job. They want, like, whatever it is, your parent wants to feel something. And if they get that from one of the children, they're going to want to spend more time with that child because they feel good when they're around that child and the brain seeks feeling good. So it's not about you. You didn't do anything wrong. Your parents love you. You're worthy of love. And your parents are still going to pick favorites. So the most important lesson here is just your parents are going to have a favorite and that's okay. Make yourself your favorite. Just be like, you know what? You are amazing. You're my favorite. You're way cooler than any of those other siblings. (laughs) And just let yourself feel good about who you are and know that you're somebody's favorite. Okay, that concludes our podcast on difficult parents. I know there's so much more that we could talk about. This is really just an overview, but I really hope that it helped today. And I hope it helps you to know that everybody has difficult parent relationships. Like everybody that I've talked to, there's always been some feeling of inadequacy or like distance or feeling like things are unfair or somebody needing some serious boundaries. You're not alone. Even if you had a great childhood and you're like, I don't wanna diss my parents, it's okay if you're dissatisfied with some part of that parent relationship and just know, oh, that's totally normal and they're not supposed to be perfect and there's probably some needs of my own that I need to be meeting and then I need to ask somebody else to meet and what kind of relationship could I have with my parents if I decided that they could just be themselves and there wasn't anything that they had to do. 
Uh, I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Message me if you listened to this episode and if you really hated it or if you really loved it. I would really love to hear that. If you don't mind, leave a review below um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And also send this episode to a friend who might have a difficult relationship with their parents and help them feel a little bit better today. Okay, I'll see you next week. Hey, if you're ready to make your mind a safe and peaceful place to be, I want you to sign up for a free coaching consultation. And together we're going to find out exactly what makes you tick and we'll heal your relationships with yourself, with God, your business, and other people. Because when you feel good, you can do good. I know that the world is waiting for the special magic that you have to offer. Don't make us wait any longer. Sign up for a one-on-one call with me and become the Thought Boss of your own life. Go to ThoughtBossCoaching.com or find me on Instagram at ThoughtBossCoaching.